Welcome. Well, that, that that was a very different yeah, very edition. Cool. Uh, well, that actually didn't make it originally into the first movie, um, but that was what they were thinking was going to be the song. I remember when Peter Jackson did say that he was working very closely with Howard Shaw on the beat, and he kind of really needed that kind of smoke on the water esque. Um, yeah, music. well, because I think it was it was relation to when Bilbo was actually leaving Hobbiton. There was meant to be an eerie smoke on the on the river that flew th- uh, flowed through at nighttime as he was leaving. Yep. So that's why the song "Smoke in the Water" actually came about. So. Oh, very good. Very but then good. they thought it sounded a bit too um, punk rockish, you know. It yeah. Like something that would be in the Rings of Power. Yep, definitely would be. Yes. Um, yeah, probably. Well, be. maybe the fans are probably sitting there going, "Hang on a sec, this is a bit different. This does this doesn't sound like the the normal intro." So, Dylan, give them the normal intro. Go. Oh, great. Lovely. What I need talking right now. Um, well, welcome to the podcast again. Um, well, I think me. he was meaning you go like... Duh, 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 uh, duh, I'm not doing duh, that. Well, there you go, fans. There's the normal <laughs> intro, all sorted. I yeah, hope I'm you enjoyed right. a lot of that. So what's what's been going on this week, guys? What have you, what have you guys been playing? Dylan, what well, have you been playing this week? Yeah, we'll let Dylan start. Dylan, what have you been playing? Ratchet and Clank, which I finished and platinumed. The PlayStation 5, the new one? Yeah, with the part one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, but yeah. Hang on a second, hang on, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Backtrack, backtrack. This is... You finished it and platinumed it. Yeah. How? (coughs) Because I enjoyed it, so I played it a bit, and I played it a bit too much, and... I didn't really even get into the new game plus before pretty much platinuming it. So you, you could say Jason's rubbing off on you. It didn't even take that much. It was a fairly easy one. <laughs> Jason's what? <coughs> rubbing, rubbing off on him. Rubbing oh, right. off. Right. That's great. In two different ways. You, of course. You, you're both exchanging thermal pace again. Yeah, <laughs> we are. It's <laughs> <Yeah>, good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, Dylan's CPU needs some cooling, so... Oh, yeah. Well, if anyone's going to need some steel, uh, uh, freaking thermal paste, it's going to be you, Zach, so... That is true. I am changing my case <laughs> over, call, so I'll need to... Call Jason over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. So that's all you've been playing, just Ratchet and Clank? Well, that and where. I've been pumping in a bit of the new expansion, so... Dragon, the dragon. dragon. I've, been, I've been seeing that everywhere. That's, like, literally the first time I've seen... Uh, World of Warcraft stuff posted everywhere. Yeah, Dylan was saying that this is his favorite expansion probably ever. Wow. At, at the moment it is. I haven't finished it yet. Wow. That could so, have just what, some shit plot twist at the end that's just going to make me hate it. What makes it so good? Like, just the amount of stuff they've added to the game now, like um, new professions, all that kind of shit. And then they've. I've heard like, that one of the big things is dra- like dragon flying, which was meant to be yeah, so simple. Everyone's really fucking loving. Dragon riding is pretty good. Yeah, because it takes one thing that every WoW player does all the fucking time and makes it enjoyable, uh, which is yeah. flying around. Yeah. But also, I've just heard the story being so simplified and not something so hard to follow, like 
Shadowlands with the stupid fucking jailer system who was like somehow involving Uther and involving all these other people and it was just like super overcomplicated. It's just like super simple to follow. It's just about dragons. It's bringing it back to the core fantasy values of wow, they've brought back classic things like talents. They've progressed on the on the professions to make them not only more useful but more enjoyable and fun. Um, so there's yeah, there's just things like that. Yeah, like so um, like with the dragon racing, uh, dragon riding, there you can actually do dragon races, like which are actually pretty fun. Essentially, it's yeah. just, um, good old Superman sixty four where you got to run through uh hoops. Rings, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just think a lot of people the, are the finding infamous it more fun. Superman game, the one that everyone hates. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually fun. So <laughs> I would relate it more to Spyro, but um. Yeah. Well, yeah, Sp- I, I, I don't know. Superman's better. Okay, um, yeah, uh, the, the millions of other fans disagree with you, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> send us an email on shouldwekickdylanoff at gmail.com. Um, what have you been playing, Zach? Um, I was playing a bit of Foxhole, and then I've been painting the office, so my desktop is out of service. Um, so oh, I was playing Foxhole while waiting for Dragonflight. Then when the desktop went out of service, I had the gaming laptop, which only had Call of Duty and League of Legends. So I was just playing League of Legends. Uh, and then I uninstalled Call of Duty to download World of Warcraft on this while I wait for my new computer parts. So yeah, I've just been playing League. And then today I finally hopped on WoW to level my warrior, my Orc warrior, up to uh, level 60 so I can start the new expansion. Which I actually have a fun fact for everyone, because uh, I thought oh, okay. I wouldn't mind chucking in some fantasy history here and there. And uh, my my orc warrior's name is Berserker. And do any of you two know what the actual name Berserker and where it came from is? Um, there's a Japanese manga called Berserker. It's definitely Berserker. not that. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've just pissed off a few million people with that comment, Taylor. Mm. Yeah, the millions that listen, Taylor. Well, the millions would understand that because of the name Berserker, I uh, stupidly got it tangled up. I I highly doubt that the three people listening will unsubscribe just from that comment. Unsubscribable. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. But, um, yeah, no, the, the name Berserker actually derives from a Nordic or Scandinavian word, Berserker, which is actually known as bear or blood bear. And what a berserker was in the Scandinavian times, or I guess most people call it Viking time, was actually a man who was commonly uh, clothless. Uh, They would wear very little clothing with an axe um, and they would trip on mushrooms like heavily before a fight, like a war. And they would have shamans carry out rituals to put them in a trance-like stance um, to send them into what they would call a berserker, like a bear rage, uh, to the point where they were known, to, like they were documented to absolutely slaughter like 40 men by themselves. Um, and they were typically known to actually also kill their own people if they got in the way because they could, they just confused everyone. They were in such a trance. Um, so yeah, that, I'm pretty sure the last ever Viking who held the Stanford Bridge against 40 soldiers, English soldiers, was a berserker. What is the crazy to any man? parents out there with their children listening, just block their ears. Some of the uh, content we have could be a little bit disturbing. 
So yeah, which is uh, and that's why I chose my orc warrior's name as Berserker. Very good. What you have your orc warrior topless half the time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. With an axe. With an axe. Yeah. Two axes. No, no pants. No. No you, pants. Essentially, just got no clothes on. And sometimes they would a berserker would actually also wear the skin of a bear on its head too. That's what, uh, what some documentations were. They would they would wear this uh, skin of bear and put it on their head. So yeah, fa- pretty pretty terrifying, um, pretty terrifying thing. And also this week I went to a place called Mjolnir for the first time, which is a restaurant in Sydney, um, which Taylor's yeah. been to a few times. And yeah, I think Dylan has to go there. It was pretty pretty fucking good. You got a lot of places. Yeah, maybe you we told plan a uh, Green Dragon Pod night there. Maybe one night. Yeah, live. <laughs> Dylan shout if he can't. Yeah, Dylan, yeah, Dylan shout. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. So oh, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe gonna... we can gain popularity enough that we can just host the next podcast there. Yeah, yeah like they actually the pay us. Scribbles. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll everyone that comes in has to subscribe. Yeah, they'll definitely screw us into and pay <laughs> us with food. Oh, yeah. um, oh, 100%. Well, <clears throat> I've been playing two games this week, two brand new video games. Um, well. I've been playing one and trying to play the other. So I've been playing the new Need for Speed game. Um, oh, I wanted that. And, and also playing, uh, trying to play Callisto Protocol. Uh, I had a feeling that was going to be one that you were trying, when you said trying to play. Yeah. I had a feeling it'd be that. Oh, it took me a while. I, I, I essentially had to like dumb everything down to 1080p to get the game running properly. Cause as soon as is this on your do... computer or? Yeah, on my computer, yeah. Oh, I thought you would have got it on yeah. the PS5. No, because on a game like that, especially like a Dead Spacey game, the <laughs> your controls have to be very direct. And on a on a controller, I just find myself not as uh, accurate is that a first these days. Game? No, no, it's third person, but I mean, you got to yeah. like really shoot limbs off. You can't just shoot anywhere in a body. You actually have to like direct it at. Yeah. I don't think Callisto Protocol is exactly the same as Dead Space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, how are you finding um, the Need for Speed game? Uh, it's fun. That's good then. Well, well it doesn't <laughs> mean it's. It, 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 it is. It, it visually, it's it's really good. I love the aesthetic of the game. It's like real world versus like some sort of cartoony sort of graphics and it actually it looks and plays really well i genuinely have fun but you can definitely tell that a lot of the mechanics are in the game it feels a little bit too uh like it's trying to um it's not organic like you know when you go into a race you drive up against these ai and they are deliberately faster than you because of the AI programming and you, no matter what cannot get in front of them. And you basically have a rival within a race and that rival, if depending on which one you choose to be your rival will automatically be with you almost the entire race to try and make it feel like you're in a real racing situation, but it's a little bit too staged for me. It feels yeah. odd. There was two races. I oh, sorry. There was one race I did, and I had to replay it twice 
because I was obviously losing money because you got some races you got to like put money in to enter and then you get money out if you get above a certain um so say you put you, you have to have put a thousand bucks in to enter a race if you come first it's four grand second it's three blah 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 but then you can choose within that race a rival so you bet with that rival so you put in extra money with that rival if you beat them you get that sum back um and like well you double it basically and i did one race against one rival where both that rival and i finished across the line at the exact same millisecond twice in a row (laughs) and it was so frustrating because i'm like that is bullshit there's no way that is possible I even took photos of it because I'm like, that is, that is rubbish. And because it was a tie, you lose that bet. So you actually lose that money. So I had to replay it again for the third time in a row because otherwise I was just losing money in the race. Yeah. But, uh, it just reminds yeah. me of the V8s where the cars are just always at the same spot, like positions throughout the whole race, essentially. Nothing really changes throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Pretty much, and I mean some of the some of the leaders in the race they just take off and you just never catch them, yeah. and it's just impossible. Or you'll be ahead by a few fucking kilometers, and then all of a sudden on the last lap on the third corner, everyone else drives three thousand <laughs> kilometers an hour and are able to catch up with you or overtake you or like it's just, it just at points it feels really really staged and it's quite annoying. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's awesome. The customization is really cool. The progress seems a little bit slower. Um, I haven't had any sort of spots where you can actually have microtransactions within the game. It's like you actually have to earn it. You have to go out and earn it. It's got this day-night cycle thing where you gain heat between the day and night and cops chase you. And if the cops catch you, you lose all your money. So then you oh, actually yeah. go back to your safe house with nothing. So, I mean, the concept of the game is pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. Oh, what you're saying is it's not as good as Need for Speed Underground. Nothing. Well, Need be... for Speed Underground is a classic. I actually have that on the PlayStation 2, my CRT TV. And I still play that. Yeah. Yeah, nothing, it's, nothing it, will it's ever classic. be that game. Yeah, it's Wait. a classic. Super simple, great concept. <clears throat> Yeah, it's a good one. And what do you think of the uh, Callisto Protocol? Because I've heard that's had some uh, pretty serious backlash on, I guess, the optimization or whatever. Yeah, it seems a bit off. Like, I, I could barely get it running, and I was trying to go through so many different sort of, um, uh, you know, changes. Yeah, I think Taylor's, uh, Taylor, you're lagging there a second. You want to restart that? Oh, um yeah, you better now. Yeah, I forgot yeah. where I was. Um, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit shit in areas because you got to try and um, change your settings around. Just trying to get the game to work in any way. Trying to you know minimize frame rate drops. Trying to do all that sort of stuff. So you go through a constant cycle of changing it and then doing one of those um, sort of testers. I can't remember what they're called. Um, benchmarks. Benchmarks. That's it. And then you do a benchmark and then you get to testing and the benchmark and then you change settings and you're just trying to get it to the perfect thing and then you jump into the game and then it glitches in some sort of bullshit way that you can't get out of something. Um, but I eventually got it to work on my 
like had to reduce it down to 1080p got that to work it works on full scale like it looks really good frame rates are high so it looks really good and yeah so far the gameplay is pretty interesting i mean it's um well, yeah, one it's of my favorite uh one of my favorite reviews on steam for this is uh this guy said the best jump scares in this game are my fps counters dropping from 60 to 20 every time i see an enemy yeah right I mean, um, so I think it's just been very poorly optimized. This guy said, I can't play the game at 60 frames per second, low settings, and I have an RTX 3080. Thanks, devs. Well played. Refund on the way. Yeah, and I think so. the worst part is, is that a lot of people like that guy or girl have the same issue. And I mean, I've got the same issue. My computer's not as good as that. But a lot of people are actually struggling to get a refund out of these guys. So... I mean, on Steam, Steam is very good with it because if you buy yeah. through Steam, if you have under two hours played, Steam refunds it no matter what. No, <laughs> apparently not. Apparently not. Jesus, Dylan, I'm gonna have to edit pretty much your entire thing out. I can't really help. You're that. just coughing your guts up. Hey, can't help that. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know you can't help it. Um, yeah, no. Apparently, people are struggling on Steam. A lot of people are actually literally putting on there that the um they can't get their money back and um they can't get on to anyone about it so yeah right yeah it's a bit of a struggle there um did you guys sort of see the game awards this year oh i did it was pretty funny <laughs> pretty funny good old um what was it fucking rabbi bill clinton Ran by what? Bill Clinton. No, Rabbi Bill Clinton. Rabbi Bill Clinton. I, I haven't seen that part. You see that part of it? No. I Ran saw the, the part Rabbi. where uh, the guy snuck on stage with the makers of fucking Elden Ring. That was yeah, pretty funny. That's what he said. Did he? Yeah, hold on. I'll find it out. Um... Did you see uh, that part, Taylor? Oh, heard a lot of the controversy around it. i think i probably tuned out at that point yeah so there was a uh <laughs> when they announced that Elden ring i think it was when they won game of the year or something i don't know they when they came up on stage a kid snuck up on stage with them and no one said anything he stood there the entire time and when the devs like accepted the reward said the little thing hopped off he grabbed the mic and said a little speech so and it was eventually is, escorted off stage. This is what he said. I want to thank everybody and say I think I want to nominate my reformed orthodox rabbi, Bill Clinton. Well, there you go. There you go, Dylan. Yeah. There you go. But, um, yeah, then I think the other controversy, I think the main controversy <laughs> was the multiplayer winning. Did you hear about that one? Yes, Splatoon yeah. three won multiplayer of the year. Yeah, when it was up against well, this is because Modern Warfare, Overwatch, all these games, and Splatoon three somehow won multiplayer of the year. That's I've never even heard of it. Well, this will this will piss off Dylan. Did you hear who won best sim slash strategy game, Dylan? Uh no, I didn't. Okay, so this is going up against the new Dune Spice Wars. This is going up against the new Total War, Warhammer 3. Yeah. Do you know what won? 
Uh, no. Mario plus rabid sparks of hope. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can understand Total War Warhammer 3 not winning. It has a lot of shit going for it, but it's not Mario Rabbids. That's yeah, no, There's. I think there's been a lot of bullfuckery with what won, to be honest. Apart from, like, yeah. Game of the Year award, it's probably the only one that people really understood of actually people winning. No, I think I think Elden Ring deserved. Elden Ring <laughs> and um, Ragnarok probably deserved the the awards that they got. Yeah, Ragnarok. Um, I think I think it was pretty obvious to me that Elden Ring was going to win Game of the Year. I I would have been baffled if it didn't. That was like the most hype I've seen in a game since Fortnite. Oh, the Elden Ring hands down is the best game ever. Like nothing like as good as. God of War Ragnarok is like it is an insanely good game and probably deserves a game of the year award but what Elden Ring did for the gaming industry when it came out and that that period yeah as a breath of, of fresh air when it came out oh it the entire gaming community came together and it was the most positive it's ever felt and everyone was working together to show secrets and how to do things and it was the best the community has ever been and it was healthy and everyone was having fun and all it did was just create a game that (coughs) everyone could play and enjoy and i mean it was difficult it was bloody hard but i mean it just did something that a lot of games haven't been able to do for a long time and that's uh, it i would have I probably would have been upset if it didn't win Game of the Year because I think it genuinely does, not just because of how good the game was in general, but what it did to the gaming community and what it actually did to like other developers who probably looked at it and went, oh, okay. <laughs> if that's This is what fans want. Like This is something fans enjoy. And it had... It just came out straight out of the gate. It had minimal errors it had minimal glitches it was just perfect it just did what it needed to do um, yeah absolutely no it was a very good game i think uh dylan also would be very happy to hear that his beloved final fantasy won a few awards uh, too yeah that they actually won uh best mmo which is a crock shit not gonna lie but yeah it probably is well, i think it's actually what jason says apparently it's the most played mmo now maybe the most played but that doesn't make it the best Probably yeah. not. Yeah. I think it's there. the and most again, played because it's the most played because it's the only heavily anime fucking influenced MMO, so all the weebs love to play it. I don't think yeah. as a game itself it deserves to be the best MMO <laughs> because there are way more innovative MMOs out there. Uh I think Final Fantasy's just from like watching gameplay of it, it's just it's unique, sure, but it's not the best MMO. It I just don't think that deserves that title oh well there goes our japanese audience that's uh yeah. that's great that's fun we did actually have a few people from japan which i love japan by the way uh, i just hate anime so there's uh there's uh i'm the only one in this oh. this podcast okay. that dislikes anime so no yep yep so um anyone listening uh, zach represents a third of the uh podcast therefore mm-hmm. dylan and i absolutely love anime anime is good um, yeah. it's one of the yeah, they're, they're, they're the weebus. Disagrees. They shouldn't. They're the weebus. I don't. Uh, 
definitely not a weeboo, but definitely just someone who enjoys good television. Uh, no, well, I was really speaking of One Piece with the speaking of anime, did you guys see who won the best adaptation? Uh no, no, and it's not. I know what you were thinking, Dylan. I knew you were going to say it. Um, Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power wasn't it because it's not a video game to a TV show or movie adaptation. Oh wait, no. Um, so, Arcane did hundred yeah. percent. Arcane would have won it. Arcane. Arcane, yeah, that, that's hands yeah. down, not even fucking competition. It's not an anime one, huh? That's well, not anime. Cyberpunk, <laughs> Cyberpunk Edge Runners uh, on Netflix was fucking insanely good. Um, I didn't watch that. Yeah, that was really, really good. That was well done. Um, the other three that were in there was Uncharted, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Cuphead Show. Yeah, but like, let's be real. Like, Uncharted Arcane, Arcane had Imagine Dragons play their theme song. There was no way they were going <laughs> to win that. Oh, yeah. There's no way Arcane wasn't going to win that. Yeah. Riot's got Imagine Dragon by the balls at this point. 100%. Oh, oh, the misery that no one else could have competed with Arcane because it's just got too much money behind it. Yeah. It was a good show. And it's not anime, Dylan, so I can enjoy it. It is animated. <laughs> Well, um, uh, and and the the game that should have won best MMO, by the way, in my opinion, uh, should have been Lord of the Rings Online. That shit's dope. Should have been New World. Yeah, no, honestly, I think New World should have won it because it's it's a new MMO. <laughs> I, I just think best MMO shouldn't be going to like. Well, maybe you could say Dragonflight because, but that was obviously after this whole thing. But, like, I haven't seen Final Fantasy push any fucking boundary. When when have I seen any ex- expansion for Final Fantasy being advertised with new updated graphicals, new me- mechanical things added into the game? And it's just literally a place for all the anime fans to go and feel like they're in anime world. That's the only reason why it's super popular. If there was other heavily influenced am- anime MMOs, Final Fantasy would not be as big as it is. It's just like when people love fantasy so much like me. I love Vikings. I love all that shit. If there was a Nordic MMO, I would be playing that right now. Uh, I guess that's why I like WoW because you can be anything. But all the anime lovers that are so into anime only have one MMO and that's Final Fantasy. So that's why it's so popular. It's not because the game's no, amazing. It's... Well, stop, stop, stop calling it anime, right? Because, you know... Uh, we are losing a lot of followers. I'm, I'm literally just watching them all clock out now. So, no, I'm not being fake. I don't like anime. So, no, if you want, if you, we're not, we're not like Amazon Prime. We're not that fake. We're just, you know, just trying to please the crowd a little bit. You know, get ahead of. Yeah, the but anime. that's what you two are here for. This is a discussion where you two dispute me as to why anime is great. I'm just saying that's why the game won. I'm not saying anime is bad. I'm saying that's why it won, and it's no, not a valid keep, reason to call it the best MMO. You keep referring it to that. All I'm saying is, is that Final Fantasy, whatever the fuck it is, could be a shit MMO, but it's not because it's anime and because it's full of weeboos. It's just probably not as good as the others. But if you can see, no, 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 no. You're win. mishearing what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's bad because it's anime. I'm saying it's only as popular as it is because it's anime. I'm not saying anime is what makes it bad. I'm saying it won most, like, best MMO because it's the most played. 
because it's the only MMO in the market that is anime style. So all the anime lovers who are infatuated with anime, like I am with Medieval Fantasy or whatever, or Lord of the Rings, they are naturally going to play Final Fantasy. So it's a artificial number, not because the game itself is amazing, but because the atmosphere that it brings to people that love that atmosphere, that's why it won. Not because the game itself is actually the best MMO. It hasn't done anything innovative in Yonks. It's just the same stuff with new stories every time. Yes, it has a really good storyline. It's probably the most developed storyline out of every MMO, but it hasn't done anything besides story. It's just a place for anime people to go love anime. I'm not saying that's what makes it bad. I'm saying that's what made it win. Thoughts, Dylan? Well, I'm just going to say I actually enjoy it. And I yeah, I know you do. Not be, like for the story and the fucking gameplay. Like half the time, I even really notice the art style. Like, if anything, it's more. A lot of the locations probably look more realistic than Wales half the time. Yeah, Wales has a very Wales. <laughs> Wales not looking trying to look realistic. Wales got a unique art style. You could say, does it look more realistic than New World, which is trying to look realistic? No. But that's well, just go. because New World's pretty much... I'm saying all of, the, all of their art styles are completely unique. No MMO has the same art style. So art style is completely subjective. I, like, you could say you're, you love the gameplay of the game, which is fine. Yeah. Um, like, But for me, like someone like me, I just... I cannot... For me, an MMO is something where you um, you feel what's immersed in the game right i can't immerse myself in a world where i can't imagine myself and i can't imagine myself in an animated world for me like wow i can i can envision that i can fantasize that i can't fantasize anime so it's easy for people that like anime to fantasize it that's what makes it easy for you to like not (laughs) for me i hate the art style i can't stand i the most animated games like i can't stand them not saying they're bad games. Me I, prefer like my preference. I don't like anime, so I can't play them. I can't either, really. Half the time, there's only a few. Yeah, sometimes they like overdo them. it. Like anime tries to anime too much. Sometimes it's like, yeah, we get it. It's an anime, but they overdo the anime art style. It's like, yeah, it kills the vibe for me half the time. Right. Okay. So, anyway, anyway um, I did yes. want to talk to Taylor about. Um, The Witcher. Oh, the, uh, what, the, the, the good news, which is the, um... Well, there's uh, good and bad news. Okay, go on, go on, let's, let's well, lead into this, Dylan, lead it. There's obviously the, um, uh, new f- upgrade to PS5 that should hopefully be coming out tomorrow. Yes. Which I assume yes. we're both looking forward to. I cannot wait. And you know what? I've actually heard... (laughs) (laughs) I saw somewhere someone who had like early access to it or something literally said, this is possibly one of the greatest remasters they've ever seen and they feel really bad that it's free. Like, apparently they've done such a good job on it and I, I can't wait to delve into the game for the 50th time. I haven't finished it yet, so this will be my first time, so... Dude, honestly, it is one of the greatest... Like, it's insane how good that game is. That Witcher 3 is possibly one of the greatest games. I reckon if there was an awards, 
for something to be like best game in the past 20 years hands down that would take it I would probably I would I would challenge it it is one of the greatest games I've ever played yeah and I mean I always compare other things to that so that game takes the cake for me that would be good so, yeah. when they um were they um planning on remaking the originals or well, weren't they? Yeah, so I'm they're gonna remake to the first one. I think they're gonna start with that one. Um because I think they probably wanna do that and the second one, which would I reckon would be really cool. So they're gonna keep the same story <coughs> but totally redo the mechanics and things like that to update it to a more modern sort of, cause I think it was a bit clunky, you know, when it Honestly I feel game, like the like second one probably doesn't need a remake. Because it's it still holds no. up fairly well today. It's yeah, just, I really but maybe the they'll, they'll update it to a new engine. Because the first you know. one is like the really the black sheep out of all of them. This has different controls yeah. and all that. Wouldn't you yeah. rather them just develop a new one? Well, they are. They game. are making a Witcher Four. Yeah, they're making Witcher Four. Yeah. So they're doing this on the side, um, <clears throat> which updating like, it, and then they're going to make a Witcher Four, which I'm I'm very. Very, very, very scared. Yes, um, I am too. Yeah. Because I'm... from what I've heard, I feel like I heard... I don't know where I heard it from, but apparently they'll get bringing on, um, uh, like, diversity. Yeah. Um, like, researchers for the game. Yeah, and it's gonna... It will kill that game. And I mean, just speaking... To anyone who's listening, diversity is not a bad thing. It's not saying that people are just shit if they're not white. That's not what I'm saying at all. Everyone is beautiful and good, right? But when it comes to a storyline, I do believe in a fantasy setting that these things actually matter to a story. And especially the Witcher series, where it being a Polish mythology, a Polish folklore sort of tale... Made by I Polish don't people. want modern America in that. I just want a Polish story with all all that sort of lore of monsters and witches just killing things. That that that's I think, all I want. That's all I, I think I it's because about. Polish folklore and stuff isn't as popular as like Viking or fucking Greek or whatever that people think that they can just go and enjoy <laughs> because it's not a super developed thing. Which no. To a Polish person, it is probably super developed. Just because we're not aware of it doesn't mean we can go around tinkering with it and slandering it. I don't know. It's weird to me that people think it's okay to diversify history. It's just like, well, it's like, oh, let's not... develop a a sim on Roman empires and let's put fucking uh, Tyrone as the emperor. Yeah, it make, just did. Make a black it, person it, Caesar. Yeah, it just it just like it ruins it. It's, it. You could do the same for anything. It could be let's do the Mongolians, and let's put fucking George Washington as the Mongolian emperor. Like it, you're just ruining one history. You're slandering history, and two, you're just bloody ruining a story. Perfectly good well, story think, that I doesn't need to be diverse. It just ruins the immersion. It just ruins the immersion of a storyline. It's what they did in Rings of Power, where every single race of people within that series looks the same you can't you can't tell the difference between Numenorians or southerners or elves because they all look the same there's no difference well they all look the fucking same it's what they did in that um uh, robert jordan's uh wheel of time 
you could place any Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power character in that show and it would all match. It'll all suit because it all looks the same. It's all this generic American fantasy that's ruining everything because they have to they have to play the part of, oh, look, you know, everyone's... This is for everyone. It's like, well, yes, it's for everyone, but it's it's the, the immersion of that story. I, I, as someone who enjoys fantasy, want to go into a whole different realm. I don't want to be in this world. I don't want to be here. I want to go to a whole new realm and experience their problems, their issues. I don't want to go there to experience our own real-world issues that are happening in California, in the United States. I want to see what's happening in that particular world. I want to be immersed. That, that's so why if The I... Witcher 4 goes down that fucking route, it's going to ruin it. It's going to fucking kill it. And fans, again, will be the problem, not the creators. It'll be the fans who have followed through from Witcher 1, Witcher 2, Witcher 3, read all the books, hate the TV series, and they go, oh, oh it's the fans. The fans need to change. Again, you know it's what, always the fans. You know what they'll do? They'll kill Geralt at the beginning of the game. And it'll make you play as like Siri or something, the whole game. See, but I'd be fine with that. I would absolutely love that. Because Siri's pretty badass and she's got all those powers and that that would actually work. But if they go, oh, we've, we've managed... If they create a world, right? And they go, oh, we've managed to actually develop a, a mutation chemical that allows females to be witches... Then you'd go, right, absolute bullshit. That is just, you were just retconning that in to suit that agenda. And I'll bet you that's what they're going to do. A hundred percent. I actually opt for the decision of killing Geralt and bringing in, um, what's it called? Giovante Davis as the new Witcher. Um, Let's let's just bring LeBron James in while we're at it as well. Yeah, I just think it'd, it'd, it'd just make the world more diverse. Yeah, actually, or the, the main. Because actually, you know what? I'm, I've actually I've I've been thinking about it really hard, and I was I downloaded NBA 2K13, uh, 23 or whatever, and I was playing it, and I could immerse <laughs> myself in playing that fucking game, mate. Like, genuinely, I need them to remake it, and I need all of the Lakers to be white so I can enjoy it because I can't play. I can't play. I can't envision myself playing basketball unless I am in the game. So I need yeah, an entire white team, but I still want. I still want LeBron. I just want him white. It's the same skill levels, same everything. I just want him white so I can feel like I'm in the game. because yeah, I, I can't possibly. I can't possibly relate to LeBron unless he's white. Hundred percent. Right. So well, I think I that hope, needs to happen. Hope people do understand sarcastic humor because that could sound pretty horrible. Oh yeah. Um, oh, that's fine. That's um, that then then that should sound horrible when people say it about the other way around. Oh, At the end of the day, well, of course, I mean, that was sarcasm. I can easily right. relate to a black person. I, it's not. It, they're just a human. They're not fucking different. Exactly. Of course, I can relate to them. It just baffles me that people will have to pull this card of, oh well, because my race isn't in that, I can't. I can't possibly fathom believing that I could be there. It's completely narcissistic to think that way. And they're, they're absolute hypocrites. And it's funny, like even watching the Rings of Power cast when they're like, oh, you know, I've been a huge fan of Lord of the Rings my entire life. But I found it hard to, you know, it's like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You've read the books. 
you watched the original movies, you loved it. So race wasn't an issue. You could still relate to the characters. You still enjoyed the show. You didn't have to be, you know, there didn't have to be, oh, by the way, fuck. I am so pissed off, 100%. by the way. I totally <laughs> just remembered. You, you I watched that clip. I watched How many clip times, the other Dylan, day. In, even Dylan can vouch for this. In World of Warcraft, majority of the time, I made my paladin black because I thought he looked way more badass. Yeah. I just used to make my paladin black all the time. I was like, this guy looks like a fucking you monster. Like, he looks like a fucking tank. Oh, well, so, I like, did that for... in the new Darktide game. Yeah, I made the guy like, full Jamaican and fully like, went all out. Yeah, like, I love it. I think they cool. look fucking... Yeah, they look like yeah. fucking weapons. So it, anyway, it just, yeah, it doesn't... Just, it baffles I just, me. I just wanted to get this off my chest because I watched this clip the other day and I je- like... There was a guy on YouTube that did a side-by-side comparison of um, um, video clips from The Lord of the Rings versus Rings of Power. And it was an entire breakdown of two fight scenes from each sort of show showing you the differences, right? And it was the fight between Lurtz and Aragorn, you know, when Lurtz had got Uh Boromir down. And it was them fighting each other. And he sort of broke it down and showed you how genius that fight was because it showed how brutal Lurtz was the build-up between, you know, that whole fight and all that sort of shit, blah, 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 blah. Then it cut to Rings of Power and it had the same, same-ish thing because I haven't seen it because I stopped watching after episode four because it was shit. There was a, there must have been a fight, like a war going on and it was um, Orendir and he was fighting some massive orc, right? Yep, yep, and I remember. it was it. just... I I was watching it, even though he was describing how shit the fight was and why it was shit, I still paused it because it absolutely pissed me off when Orendir did some sort of fucking back-spinning heel kick, like some sort of martial artist. And yeah. I, I, I it, it baffled me that that was even included in the show. I could not believe that these guys genuinely think that they've done something good for like English mythology, fantasy, Tolkien. Uh, I genuinely got so fucking annoyed. I had to pause it and turn it off because I was like, that is the shittest thing I've ever seen. They're not English. That's why they don't give a shit. They're American. Oh, mate. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, even now just talking about it really fucking annoyed me just watching it. Look, at least the one thing I will say positively about that fight scene is at least they didn't make him absolutely slap that orc around like a piece of cake. He did get his ass handed to him. Oh, for sure. So I will say that was one surprise. What were the chances that he found the one orc with no fucking weapon on him? Like, Yeah, I know. That was, like, huge as fuck. Yeah, but it's like... It was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I fucking hated it. Like, I really hated it. Like, you know when you rewatch the the Lord of the Rings and you see the Legolas scenes, you know, where he's jumping on the horse or doing that sort of... Yeah, the funny shit. Yeah. You go, oh, it's cheesy, right? It's cheesy. But that's that's the early 2000s, 1990, you know, shit going on. Yeah. But it's like, we're in the fucking... We're in 2022 now. You can't compare that. I don't, yeah, I don't know it was why that really shit. annoyed me, but it f- really got me going. Yeah. 
Well, you just generally dislike the whole thing in general, so of course it would annoy you. Well, I think the more I think about it, the more I think, read, and, you know, it just grinds my gears at, like, that people watched it and genuinely believe it was, like, one of the most amazing things to ever come out. Chills. Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't amazing. I, I didn't dislike it. Like, I enjoyed watching it, but... That's because I just kind of forgot, like, that it was Lord of the Rings. I was just watching it as, like, a fantasy, like, a fan-made Tolkien TV series kind of thing, like, unrelated, so I didn't mind it in that regard. But, yeah, no, there's definitely shit in there that I was like, well, this is just weird, and it didn't make sense. So, uh, look, who knows? I, I reckon when they do the uh, the second season, they're probably going to come in a lot stronger with a lot more well, accurate things to make police they've, some they've people. They've already gone out of their way and said, oh, yeah, we're, um, we're going to canon next season. All right. I don't know how that works oh. with the first one, season being non-canon, but... I don't know how that works with they a cast of non-English people, but yeah. Well, they can't yeah. make it more canon because they've destroyed the law in the first one. They've changed yeah. the way the world works in the first one. Like, in, it, entirely. Like, it's... It, it doesn't... Like, how? I'm interested to see what they think oh, we're going to make it more canon in the next one is going to be like. <laughs> well, I will it's say... Canon uh, in their eyes. That's what it is. I will say unpopular opinion. I really, really... Well, maybe not unpopular in the World of Warcraft community, but unpopular in, like, some communities that I think they need to make a Lord, uh, World of Warcraft movie number two. Yeah. I think World of Warcraft movie was actually really, really well done, underrated, and got a lot of slack by a bunch of people who haven't played Lord of, the Rings, uh, World of Warcraft and do not understand the story. Or If you understand the story, other, it was a good movie. A movie for their other IPs, like StarCraft, Diablo. Yep. Yeah, like, oh my god, don't get me started. Diablo 4's fucking announcement video was insane. Yeah, I was like, so literally, like, this looks so fucking good. I was actually going to like, talk to you guys about the the things that sort of got announced. You also sound a lot quieter, Taylor. I don't know if you moved away from your mic. Well, yeah, but... yeah I did, yeah. Oh, okay. What were you saying? Something about announced. The games are going yeah, out. <laughs> oh, this is going to sound so shit on the final thing because I can't edit those sort of conversations out. This is going to be mm. this is going to be the worst podcast we've ever done. Oh, uh, is what well, is authentic, right? Yeah. Well, I was. What I said was yes. I wanted to talk to you guys about what was released, and Diablo Four was one of them. No. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for that. When is it actually coming though? It's been coming Mid next year, the sixth of the June sixth, twenty twenty three. Fuck's sake, that's so far away, man. Yep, because they're focusing on Diablo Immortal. That was their main. That's so up. stupid. I'm already expecting like, there to be microtransactions out the ass for the game. So, oh, it's gonna be fucked. It's. It will, it'll it'll heavily disappoint a lot of people, I think. Oh yeah, there'll be that. Um, See, I don't know because I'm past it. I'm thinking of just how Dragonflight's going, and I feel like Blizzard is understanding at the moment that 
they can't keep going the route they're going. So I, f- I have a feeling like they're not going to do that. I think they've understood that Diablo Immortal wasn't made in the same light that Diablo 4 is. Diablo Immortal is a mobile game that is playable on computer. It is developed for the mobile, and majority of mobile players love microtransaction shit. Yeah. So I think sure. Diablo Always. 4 is made for the true Diablo player. And after Dragonflight's direction, I feel like they're going to understand, like, if they fuck Diablo 4 up, they're just backpedaling. They they won't care. They won't give a shit. I'll tell you why. Do you know how much PUBG Mobile made since it came out four years ago? How long what? So PUBG, Mm. the mobile game, came out yeah. four years ago do you know how much it's made since then like from its beginning to now do you know how much money it's made no nine billion dollars jesus for a mobile game that they don't care about they don't give a shit about half the gaming community going mobile games are the worst these guys will make these games to generate profit. That's all it is. Especially so, with the China, Chinese market. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. This this um, Diablo Immortal, everyone's going, oh, it's fucked, it's fucked, it's ridiculous, it's shit. But it's made more money than anything else they've done. They're like, why the fuck would we... I know it, it looks shit, but look at all the profit we've made. They don't care. They, they do not care. This Diablo 4 will come out. It'll be good, but they'll go, everyone's loving it, but we've not made as much money as it would if it was a mobile game. Yeah. So they're just going so to... I don't know, because like then... Overwatch. I don't know, because I, I think that maybe that can hold up with Diablo, but I just think... I don't know. I think Blizzard has had a really fucking rough year. Um... And I feel like they, if they backpedal again, it'll be pretty detrimental. Well, they've been doing so, it for years, so. Yeah, but that's what I'm getting at. They've been doing it for years and they've understanding that it's really fucking their company. That's why with Dragonflight, they went the opposite direction of we need to fix it. Otherwise, yeah. we will just go fucking into the no man's land. No one's going to play anymore. They will if they kept going the route they were going and released another dog shit WoW. I'm telling you, it would have been a couple of years before WoW was gone. Yeah, its numbers were dropping rapidly. Like it, Shadowlands was becoming a shit shit show. Like it would have become. It honestly would have been like an old school RuneScape. With like, actually no, old school RuneScape still kicking. It would it would have been like Lord of the Rings Online, like forty thousand yeah. players. It would have gone to shit. So I think they were understanding that they're on a path of decline as a company because one they had shit tons of company issues that everyone was aware of all these microtransaction issues destroying the game that everyone loves so they went we need to turn it and this expansion has to turn it so i feel like with diablo 4 they've gone diablo Immortal was a fucking bust like it, it just went to shit and yes they're going to add microtransactions but they're not going to add pay to win transactions because pay to win transactions do not do not make a company more money than not like PUBG has made a lot of money but their transactions are not pay to win transactions that's like fortnite oh the diablo Fortnite's. model ones are 
That's what I'm saying. But that's what kills the game, and they actually end up not profiting as much as just adding in cosmetic transactions. People do not give a fuck if you put cosmetic transactions in. It's when you make a game pay to win, it kills the game, and that's what kills the money profit. Yes, you profit a lot quickly, but then it declines massively. So as like a company in a whole, having just cosmetic transactions, it's proven itself with League of Legends. Dylan has spent $5,000 on League of Legends. We looked it up. People spend a lot of money on on cosmetics. So that's what I think Diablo 4 will have. Same as Diablo 3, a lot of cosmetical options. But there will not be a pay-to-win aspect because I know I think they know that all the work they're putting in, it will just kill the game. Diablo will become a shit show. What else you so spend money I have hopes that they don't do that. Too much stuff. Too much What stuff. was that? I was just taking a piss out of Dylan. Um, did you see the other games that were announced? No. I saw a few. Like the new Batman, the new trailer for the Suicide Squad looked good. Oh, I didn't see that. Did they release a new I trailer? I didn't see it. Yeah. Wait, is and this they, the trailer um, for the movie? No, the game. No, 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 the game. Oh, I didn't even know there was a game. Yeah, oh, and they brought in Batman for it. Oh, I've seen that one, yeah. Yeah. The one for, um, I forgot his name. Batman. No, the uh, voice actor for Batman, who died, and they used his voice lines for Batman in the game as a oh, um, homage Kevin to him. Yeah. yeah. No, good so shit. So at the end of yeah. the trailer, it says, thank you, Kevin. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Yeah. No, the, the game looks epic. I love, the f- I love it how it's the evil sort of Justice League, and it's like these squad yeah. of four. I noticed it was slightly injustice Oh, it's going to be awesome. Um, one of the games I am excited for, because I know uh, this game, um, you guys heard of Death Stranding? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's getting a second. Yeah, it's getting a second game, which, I mean, the first game was like, it was so split between audiences. A lot of people bought it. People didn't hate it. They just didn't understand it. They were just like, oh, yeah, it's not for yeah, me. The walking simulator then- of the game. Yeah, and a lot of other... Well, Dylan, it's your kind of shit. You're delivering packages everywhere. So <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't... Um, and you get a van later on. Yeah, once you get the van, then the game starts to turn addictive. I'll tell you that. That's for certain. Um, But no, I'm excited. I can't wait for Death Stranding 2. I literally can't wait. Because I was so sad at the end of the first game. I was like, fuck, this is it. Like... I love that game so much. Hades 2 looked alright as well. Hades I still yet to... I've bought Hades, the first one. I've heard it's one of the best... Yeah, um, it's, it's a really good game. Too. Yeah, and Hades 2 does look a little bit epic. Um, the other one, did you see um, from Software's new game? They're rebooting their mech series? Oh, uh, yes. Um, Ace Combat, is it? Oh, I'm at call, yeah. Oh, fuck. Did you see the trailer? Um, a bit, yeah. Oh, yes. Jason showed me. That shit looks insane. I, and the I new can't wait. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I haven't seen a trailer to that. I'm literally, I'm so far behind this stuff. It's been such a busy week at work. I I've liked it. Highlights. Apart from one thing that sort of peeved me off. Okay. What so, was that? you know Kylo Ren's lightsaber. You know how it has those vents because it needs to um, ventilate the broken kyber crystal. Okay. 
Yeah, well, in Jedi Survivor, he ends up getting one of those. But his kyber crystal isn't crackled at all. So, it's odd that he's got the vents coming out the side. It's like yeah. he's got fucking hilts on the thing. Yeah. Like, um, guard. It's just, it's, it just looks weird. Yeah, that's fair enough. And the, um, trailer for the Cyberpunk, um, expansion, you'll see. Yeah, Idris Elba. Idris Elba's yep. in it. Fucking looks awesome. I need to, because I finished Cyberpunk, like when they did that massive, um, update, like a year and a half ago or whatever they did it. Yeah. Um, but I played it recently with their, like, insanely new update and the game is so much better um i just never with all the other games coming out i just sort of stopped playing it but yeah i do want to play because there's that there's that expansion and there's another one as well uh which i want to get into because i still i still love the world of cyberpunk i still think it's severely underdeveloped i reckon they've got a lot more to do yeah what i was actually excited to see was the new Space Marine 2 gameplay reveal. Oh, was the gameplay reveal? Yeah. And it looks oh, fucking amazing. Does it? Fucking yeah. There's like hordes oh. of fucking Tyranid. Oh, fuck. Cause that, that, that's that, probably... Um... There was another game that I was really excited for as well. If I don't know if you saw it or not. Which is a game called Crime Boss Rocket City. Yes. That that, that looks nice. fucking amazing. Yeah, that looked that looked like a lot of fun. It looked like a first person Grand Theft Auto game. I honestly when I first saw it, I thought it was a Vice City remake. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it looked like a um Yeah, but it had like all these celebrities in it. Yeah, Chuck Norris, Michael Madsen, Danny Glover, Danny yeah. Trejo, Vanilla Ice. Yeah, I had like all the gangsters, like all the proper, you know, like heavyweights of the nineties in there. Like it Yeah, vanilla ice. Looked, yeah, it looks so good. Yeah. Well he was. Also got um, got got gotta love it. Uh The Last of Us Part One. It's getting over a PC release. For all the people yeah, who well, don't give a fuck anymore about the Last of Us. No, yeah, nothing. I, I never really got into The Last of Us, really. The Last of Us first game is a masterpiece. That is one of the greatest post-apocalyptic world games I've ever played. Wait, what? Let me actually check something real quick as well. I mean, Zach have played it. I didn't know it was... Um, um, but apparently, Baldur's Gate 3 is getting its... Uh, release window has been announced. Oh, I didn't, okay. Apparently, I didn't even know, but apparently it was in early access still. <laughs> apparently, yeah, right. Aug- August is when it's um being released. Also, I don't know if anyone out there... I've been wanting to get into my uh, VR games again. Oh, yeah. Because um, I've been missing VR. VR is a great experience. And there's a few new VR games that have been popping up that have really been pushing the basic stuff really well um and i just wanted to mention the game named veil i don't know if you guys have heard of it 
So have you guys ever heard of Pavlov? Yes. Yeah, so Pavlov is basically meant to be Counter-Strike VR. Now, Veil is a new one that just came out literally a month ago. I think it's actually just under a month ago, Veil, and it's a new style Counter-Strike VR game that looks like Pavlov, but with way smoother mechanics, and it's actually starting to look like VR. This is like the first sign of a game where VR is actually starting to look like, holy shit, we could be coming into like a VR era of shooters uh, like it, it's 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 gunplay is super smooth it's got really good reviews um and i've been wanting to give it a crack and there's a few other really good ones that are popping up there's a left for dead version game as well that's been popping off really well a right. four-player co-op vr zombie shooter based on left for dead um, and yeah, just some of the the new games coming out on on VR are looking like VR starting to hit a point where we're actually going to start getting games that are worth looking into playing. So oh, yeah. I'm pretty excited. That yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for the future of VR, especially with the PS5. I think once the PS5 t- VR2 comes out, you'll see a lot more innovation coming through through that. Especially yeah, for sure. A lot. Because that popularity there, bringing it to consoles, will boost that sort of market, especially the VR two. Because it, I think it, with its like, um, it's not doesn't have cords. It's you know, it's wireless and oh, the it? screen is four K and all that sort of shit. Like it's actually, I think a lot of more people will probably pick that up over the first one. <coughs> so once you get oh, yeah, console, sort of people in there. That market would just boom. See, the only thing I have with VR problem is that I have to wear my glasses while you sucks. Well, that's what the PlayStation 2 VR has catered yeah, for. Yeah, you can Dylan. get prescription lenses. Oh, can you? Yeah, it's actually got yep. nerds like you sorted out. So you can watch porn whilst with your glasses on and your VR. Oh, yeah. I mean, Too your bad video my games. Prescription sorry. changes constantly. Of what? Glasses. Oh, yeah, glasses. Yeah. But yeah, there's um there's another <laughs> game as well for VR, which you know, because VR's been renowned for like, you know, being very arcadey, and we haven't seen like any big time arcade games even come to VR in a while that are have even been at all promising. Like you know, you've got your Beat Saber, um. Uh, what's it called super hot shit like that where it was like arcadey fun friends come over everyone gives it a crack type game and there's a game that's coming out called resist which also only came out like a week ago and it's it's got some decent reviews coming it's still small it's a small developer and it's basically like an arcade shooter where you're swinging through skyscrapers shooting down robots and shit and it looks really good and it's just showing that mechanics in VR are slowly coming to a point where it's like, we get some serious games now. And then you um, get the metaverse. Yeah, 100%. Like, I'll, I'll say Half-Life Alex did a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, but it just it still didn't feel, like, amazing, you know? It was just, like, it's still okay. Because you weren't a man. It wasn't insane. Yeah, I, I, I you, played you Half-Life Alex, and I wasn't, like... I don't know, there wasn't enough yeah, action. It was really slow. Yeah, it's just it was just slow. It didn't feel insanely good, um, but it was an okay game. 
but yeah, the, hopefully we start getting some really good virtual reality stuff. Because hmm. I've always loved virtual reality. There's also <laughs> Ultra, Ultra Wings 2, which has come out for anyone that likes, um, which is me, who loves flying VR games. It's basically like a military uh, plane sim where you just fly around cities in a plane, and it looks really good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for VR's future, for sure. I've got to start playing some of these games again. Yeah, for sure. You guys, uh, you guys see the Atomic Heart as well. I think so. No. Yes, that looks really good. It looks like that's like the sick. one made by the same people who made Bioshock, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's very Bioshocky. Yeah, but it looks it looks insanely fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a few yeah, good ones there. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't there also? Um... Oh no, no one. I was thinking of a different thing. I for, oh, that's right. I forgot Hitman 3 actually came to VR. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Did you? No. no. I wasn't really a so, fan of the Hitman Half-Life series. Alex was like the last big game, but then there was also Hitman 3 that came out earlier in this year that had really good reviews, uh, which that, is all virtual reality as well. Yeah, but so that, I never know if that, the game is virtual reality or if it's just like a mission or something that you can do. No, it starts in virtual. It's VR and normal mode, so you can play it in either VR or normal. And it's um yeah, a lot of people were rating it really highly for its like VR mechanics, so which is really good. So yeah, it's um it's exciting because I've always been really 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 big fan of VR, and it it has been good, but VR just hasn't been at the point that it should be at, and now it's just yeah, it's. It's fucking exciting. Um, well, as long as it even Bone Labs has come TVs. out. What was that? As long as it doesn't die off like three uh, D TVs. No, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I think VR has too much of a promising thing to die off, like VR TV, three uh, D TVs. VR is like when you play some games, like obviously all of us here have played VR. VR offers a experience like no other game. Like, it's really a console itself. It's yeah. not like it's part of the computer. It is its own experience, and I will never regret buying a VR. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. No, VR is fun. Like, especially if you got something good. And yeah. Like, like Beat Saber. Yeah, honestly, VR is sometimes worth buying just for Beat Saber. <laughs> Beat Saber in itself, you can play for fucking so long, and it's addicting and fun. And like. It will it will get better. It, it it's just a matter of time, really. Like yeah. Bone Labs, which used to be uh, one of the bigger like gun mechanic physics games, they've released a new one called Bone Lab that came out a couple months ago, and that's been really well received. And the gun mechanics in it are so fucking good for virtual reality. Like it's so realistic, so fluid. You can see that this has promised to become something really amazing. In like, I reckon in ten years' time, VR is gonna be super mainstream. Like, it'll yeah. be something that a lot of people are getting into. It just it it looks like it's getting to that point. So I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, like they'll even there was that uh, Walmart thing they were bringing out not too long ago where you could do, uh, shop online through VR. Walmart. Oh yeah, I do remember that actually. Forgot about that. <sighs> but everyone was uh. What's it called coming out on Thursday? Avatar, which we're yeah. all gonna go see. Yeah, yeah. what are we uh, what are we expecting from that one? 
Well, Dylan's I already kind of told me that he... Yeah, Yeah, I go. don't have much expectations for it. None. Okay. Riddle... Uh, tell... Have you seen the first one, Dylan? Yes. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> no, I didn't watch the one of the biggest movies that came out when I, in my fucking... Uh, fuck, what was it like? Probably around uh, end of high school, I'd say. Actually, when when did that come out? Like twenty fucking yonks ago. I came out a long time ago, man. I reckon I'd if I'm gonna guess like twenty fourteen. Okay. Is anyone looking it up? Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to. Two thousand nine. So yeah, I was year nine when that Jeez. came out. Jeez. What is older than forever come up when I Google Avatar One? I, that's why I only Googled up. I just remember Avatar for pushing the boundary. Avatar oh. was really good at like it pushed the visual effect boundary beyond anything at the time. Yeah, and yeah apparently but... this I've um I was listening to a podcast a few days ago where one of the guys, Chris Gore, he went and saw it and he's like He's pretty legit when he has like shit to say about movies. Like he's one of the movie connoisseurs that everyone should know. And he was saying that it's basically um, the movie itself is beautiful. It's insanely good to watch. He was highly entertained watching it. He said a few of the dialogue things are really, really bad. But he's like, that's always been a James Cameron thing. Like his dialogue's never been like amazing. But the movie itself is very, very entertaining. And um, the main part of the story actually has, you know, like fundamentally, uh, you know, like a normal sort of family aspect, you know, where you got the father being a father, like a proper leader of the family. And, you know, like having his kids go through certain traumas, trying to, you know, escape from a jungle and trying to morph into like a water world kind of thing. And, you know, it just seems like a legit movie where they've actually put some thought and effort into it yeah, in a way. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I don't have high hopes for it being an amazing movie, but I think we'll be entertained nonetheless. Hopefully. Yeah, I, I, I've, I don't know. I'm going into it really optimistic, to be honest. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they have so much pressure on them that they know they've got to fucking deliver. Like everyone's expecting this to be huge. It's, it has been total. 13 years, so yeah. I mean, you spent this long making a movie, it better fucking be good. Yeah, like if it's if it's not good, then they're going to have some fucking serious issues. So I'm expecting yeah. something really good. But it's James Cameron, man. Like he's got some of the biggest record-selling blockbusters ever. Like he knows he knows what to do. This guy, he's good. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited, so that's gonna be good fun. We're seeing that in two nights. So Yeah. Yeah, we I'm sure we'll be talking about it on the podcast our review of it for sure. So yep. be aware that the next episode will have spoilers of Avatar. Yes, yes it will. Just, just preemptively. So. Very much so. So uh, yeah. I mean that's that's all I've got today. Dylan, you've uh, yeah, you got anything else to say? Um, the other thing I was going to bring up, which going back nothing? to the Witcher you thing, you got nothing at all, Dylan. <laughs> of course, 
I'll 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 go talk about a little bit about. The I mean, TV if you've got show. nothing else to say, Dylan, you may as well just sign okay, us fine. out, mate. No, what were you gonna say? That's probably ideal, eh? Um, no, no, about the whole um, Henry Cavill leaving, and they've they're gonna get uh, Liam Hensworth. Ah, uh, yeah, tell us, tell me that. The whole yeah. situation just seems to be getting worse. Like, there's there's apparently a petition that three hundred thousand fans have signed to keep Henry Cavill in the show and sack the writers. Yeah, because obviously it's come out that the writers don't give a fuck. They hate the scripts, the, or not. Scripts, yeah, they, they hate every them. modern day fucking script writer hates canon. Yeah, so they all hate canon for some reason because, you know, who who wants to work on something that's popular and the fans love? It's because um, they need to put their own name on it. Yeah, well, they need to fuck off and be a little bit humble and earn the respect of people and understand that sometimes. You need to put fans in front of your own, you know, um, pride and your own sort of ambition. You know, like, you <coughs> put your ambitions before talent. You need to, like, work your way up. And they just, they're just fucked. Like, it's just, this new one that they've got coming out, Blood Origin, which is the, um, obviously, prequel. a prequel to, yeah, it's all, it's before all the, um, I can't even bother to talk about it because it, it, it's just, it looks nothing like The Witcher. If if you were to pose a, a show, Blood Origin, it's the prequel before, um, you know, the, the cosmic event that happened, I can't remember what it's called, and I was to envision what it was going to be like having read the books, having played the video games, all that sort of stuff, and then they showed me that trailer, it's... It looks nothing like The Witcher. It looks nothing like what it should be. And apparently, they're going to bring up series ancestor. Apparently, it's going to be a um, surprise to everyone. So I'm, I'm half expecting them to like come out saying, "Oh yeah, she's a black female." Oh no! It'll be a, a lesbian couple. It'll be something ridiculous. It'll be, you know, just the most stupid shit. Like. Trans. Oh, they can't it, it, it's, it looks rubbish from the get go it's dead on arrival like the fans yeah. are already hating on it before it's even come out because we look at the trailer and aesthetically it looks nothing like The Witcher it just looks like yeah. a generic yeah, another Lord of the Rings copy uh, yeah another uh, Wheel of Time copy another um, Lord of the Rings copy I mean sorry not, I can't keep saying Lord of the Rings another Rings of Power Rings of copy Power another um willow copy it's all trash it's all rubbish yeah because these modern day writers have absolutely no talent they've lived no life outside of california they How, have uh, no life experience they just they just have nothing they they don't understand what the real world is they have no idea and no concept of what what pains and struggles <laughs> actual people go through they genuinely, genuinely believe the social, social political correctness is the um, only important thing that needs to be toppled right now, and that's that's it. That that's the one thing that needs to be done, and it has to be done by buying every IP that's popular, totally undermining all the candidates within it, 
creating your own story and then fucking off all the so-called toxic fans and get them out of there so everything's trash everything's fucked but it's sending the right message to the next generation of kids that are going to be so entitled and so coddled as well fucked we like if we ever go to war forget it <laughs> like we've got nothing we've got nothing and they'll all expect men to stand up they'll all expect the people the real people who live real lives to stand up and fight their wars for them because they have no concept and it's all translated through media it's all translated through movies and tv shows that are constantly being hated on but they refuse to listen to the fans they refuse to believe that they're the issue um for all this shit there was one thing that i found funny um i don't know where i heard it but i think it was on the news um did you hear of that um uh african-american woman that got uh detained in uh, uh russia i think it was having yeah, uh, weed on her player. yeah 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 and then they they ended up swapping her for the merchant of death yeah yeah it was Brittany what? Brittany Griner or something Brittany Griner yeah so she's yeah an American basketball which I mean it's stupid she had um uh it, she didn't have weed it was like a it was like a um, hash like now what's what's those what, what's the thing mum smokes Zach? Oh, um, vape. Vape. Yeah, it was like vape, but like with a tint of weed or something in it. It was like something stupid like that. <coughs> she got put in jail, and for her release, America gave up a um, Russian arms dealer who had like literally plan to kill Americans and all this sort of stuff. And it like just feels like, really? Did did America win that sort of transaction? Like we got a bar, oh, not we, America got a basketball player back and Russia got their arms dealer back. Like, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, she's a person. And you know, I'm, you know, like she's being held prisoner for something ridiculous. And I feel for her. Like it's, it's stupid. Like I, I, I am with uh, somewhat of a decision to do whatever you can to get your own citizens free, especially ones that are obviously now <coughs> high, you know, like it, it, it's, it's out there. Everyone knows what's going on. So it's, it's a high um, importance, you know, to get her out of there because everyone's watching it. Everyone's watching this, you know, um, sort of evolve. So, I mean... It's good that America sort of made it that their citizens are, are worthy no matter what the cost, which was, yeah. I guess, a nice thing. Um, but it feels like letting go of an arms dealer for a basketball player it seemed a little bit of... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm in between. I, I don't know. But I'm not a family member of Brittany. You know, I'm not missing her. So I it's hard for me to say on a emotional level what the fuck those sorts of people were going through while she was over there stuck in Russia of all places mind, um, mind you as well she was in prison for two months um there's a another guy over there who's been in uh, jail for I think three years did you say yeah. guy? 
Did you say guy? Yeah. Was yeah. he a man? A white male, probably. No, fuck him. Don't worry about him. Let him write. Yeah. Why should we care? As Gimli would have said. That's a good point. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, we should probably end this, yeah. Yeah. All right, Dylan. Uh, sign us out, mate. Sign, sign us out, mate. This is what fans are waiting for. Oh, yeah. Um, thanks for joining us this well, fucking fortnight. Been a bit. You can start um, any, any, any second now, Dylan. You can start. <laughs> um... Anyway, thanks for coming and listening to us, and we will hopefully have one up either on the weekend or Monday. Um, thank you for coming and listening. Uh, this is uh, Dylan and the, the lads signing off. Brilliant. That was that's, actually that's, one of the best ones. You had them better at it, Dylan. Yeah. yeah. I think the fans will start tuning out because they, they enjoyed you struggling doing it now that you're good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more struggling the brain right now. So you also didn't say like and subscribe. So uh, yeah. like and subscribe too. Yeah, yeah. We don't want two fellas. <laughs> oh, very That's good. Better. All right, all right. All right. See you next week. Bye. See ya. Any time you want to finish it, mate. Any time, Tyler. You just want to. Uh, oh, you gotta, you gotta hit the, yeah. the stop yeah, button. All right. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs>